Good Show. Good podcast. Subscribe to podcasts of Good Show at iTunes or with your favorite podcatcher. Sportsnet 590 The Fan. On demand. Going in for the shot. The shot It's game day. Austin Matthews wins the game. Getting you set for the Leafs and Hurricanes. John Tavares with the hat trick. This is the Leafs morning skate. Mitch Marner. Sportsnet 590, the fan. All right, your Toronto Maple Leafs, Mr. Zigamanis, they are in the playoffs. Congratulations. They did it. We, we, it didn't go down to Saturday. All right, w- weren't you calling for that yesterday? Uh, I was just, just, just. What if? I just thought it would be kind of neat if that, if it happened. Jeff was calling yesterday. Wouldn't it be great if they lost? I didn't say great. I said it would be interesting. Interesting if they lost three games and then came in Saturday and if that was for all the marbles. I'm just thinking purely from a sports radio point of view. It's Lisa Morning Skate with Mike Zigaman and Sean Mathias and Jeff Blair. I was thinking of it purely from a selfish point of view. Uh, It would have been interesting. It's going to be a good game. It'd be a good game either way. It's going to come down for Montreal. Oh, yeah. Can we save that one? Put that one in the kitty? (laughs) <laughs> oh, you guys are awful yeah we are well just you got to be careful what you say yeah you do well thank god the microphones aren't running when we're off air <laughs> uh the least two one winners over the new york islanders last night uh sean matthias mission accomplished yes or no yeah i mean the fans are fired up now uh we got their playoff berth uh we know it's official now and uh i mean a big game last night uh, jt with the winner there i mean i can only imagine how that felt uh, especially from the last time he visited there so that had to be a fun night for him it was a different atmosphere i i thought it felt like watching it it wasn't what happened the first time they went in there they're still booing them and getting on them but yeah not as not as hostile yeah not not quite the same it's always the worst the first time you go back to your your old team, the old barn, and uh, the fans are. I mean, I wasn't a first line guy or anything by any means, but uh, I mean, those like they call him a traitor, and you see that every now and then. But I mean, yeah, there that's was, gotta be tough. There wasn't. I I just got the impression last night the it wasn't the same Islanders we saw in that six one win. They've clinched their playoff spot. I mean, I guess they have a. I I think they had a chance at 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 the division title as well. Um, I don't, I don't know. I, I guess I could go online and look, but I mean, they, it wasn't the same Islanders team we saw in that six, one win, not even close. They're still, I, they played a good game. Look at, oh, I'm not taking it, but, but what I'm saying is in terms of emotional intensity and all that they're Yeah. It's, it's winding down for a lot of teams yeah. and they've clinched and they're not going to extend themselves more than it. It's one of those things like we were talking about yesterday. If, it, if it's working, it's working. If it's not. We're in the playoffs. We got five games to go, and mm-hmm. let's not look too much into it. But um, yeah, no, it, Leafs played well. I, I like the game. A lot of different aspects of it. Freddie looked great. That's kind of what we've seen most of the year from him. The defense did a great job moving the puck up the ice. Transition was good um, for the most part. I, I thought all the lines played well. Tavares and Marner played a great game, but I was really impressed with the fourth line. To be honest, that yeah. Does that not start for for the Maple Leafs? I, I just, I like it. They're, you can throw them out against anyone. And I mean, how about the Islanders too, though? That, those four lines, they just roll them. They don't even have a number one and number four. They got a great fourth line, the Islanders. They've yeah, been they, they can, for they years can play now. against anyone. And I, Toronto's with Moore, Ennis, and, uh, you know, having them on the, on the fourth line, they, 
they matched them for shift for shift, I thought. Yeah, they got more minutes, too, than they usually play for mm-hmm. the fourth line for the Leafs. I mean, that's key going to the playoffs, especially now. I mean, they can rest guys. I wonder if they'll take some guys out of the lineup and uh, give some guys a rest. I mean, Marlowe's got that uh, Ironman streak going, but I wonder if you give him a couple nights off, let his legs rest. Um, but, I mean, Gauthier played well. He played uh, almost eight minutes. The game before, he was only playing four, so... They need four lines going in the playoffs for sure. Yeah, Gauthier looked comfortable in the middle and a couple more hits for him as well. Yeah, I I mean, and the bigger story is um, Rosen. I th- He looked really good. Watched him a couple really, times. He looked really composed, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, steady. Steady. yeah, watched him a couple times in the Marlies this year. He's been hurt. Haven't caught him as much as I'd like, but um, everything, uh, what I said yesterday, a guy, he's got a big shot. He can move the puck. And he's a great skater. He understands the game, and you can see that. And usually there's a little bit of an adjustment period. But he's a little bit older. But at the end of the day, it's it's your fifth NHL game. And everything had, everything's better when you score, Jeff. He led the team in Corsi, and you love that stat. I oh, yeah, he only Corsi. Played, he only played 937. No, he he, <laughs> he, had, he was really I – thought, I thought he was really effective. I, I thought he did – you know what? He did exactly what you want to do when you bring somebody in. You know, I think it was – I know Mike Babcock talks an awful lot, Sean, about keeping it simple, keeping it simple, keeping it simple. But he did. Yeah, that's he he, he really did. He he was a steadying influence back there. I would have liked to have seen him with some more minutes. But if yeah, but then if you do that, you're going to sacrifice Ron Hainsey's twenty twenty four minutes. He's I, everyone's coming down on Ron Hainsey. No, I, I feel like I he's think, had a I feel like he's had a good year. I don't think people are coming down on Ron Hainsey as much as they're coming down on the fact that Mike Babcock seems intent on using him twenty three twenty four minutes a night. That's I think people he, people are coming down. People are are sort of coming to Ron Hainsey's defense because I think people realize now that if Ron Hainsey breaks down and and we've seen nothing like that. But if Ron Hainsey breaks down, you are losing 24 minutes a night, 23 minutes a night. Ron Hainsey works for this team. And I'm not saying this is his only year he's played great and this is where he fits in. He fit in Pittsburgh. He's fit yeah. on every team he plays. But he's perfect for this team. He he is. Yeah. He can play his offside. He can play in any pairing. Keeps it simple, like you were saying. Yeah. Just steady back there. Yeah, and he's a leader. and he Five does, block and he, shots. And he does great interviews. <laughs> Jeff, some of the interviews from some of these guys. I know. And he 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 always says it as it is, and that's uh, that's what I like. No, he um it, now, you know, we talked about players and and we'll we'll look ahead uh after the break, we'll look ahead to to how the Leafs may manage these these final few games. But I would think if as we expect Jake Gardner is due back, I would think at some point you want to sit Ron Hainsey if you're Mike Babcock. The last 3 not, Not the, the last, last three, three games, no. 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 I mean, I I think with Ron, I think you almost do with Ron Hainsey what you do with Freddie Anderson. You go to him and you say, look, you're going to sit a game. What well, the, game do you want? And he'll tell you how it is. He'll yeah. tell you how his body is. I mean, he's an older player. He gets it. He's He's gone far in the playoffs. He knows the grind it's going to take. So I like that. Talk to, the, talk to your players. Have you think, some communication. I would think most guys want to play that last game of the regular season before the playoffs, don't they? Like, because you don't want that, especially the way the playoffs now. If you're the Leafs, you play Saturday. You could be looking at Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So you could be looking at four days off and then and then playing on Thursday. You'd want to play that last game, wouldn't you? 100%. As, as, as a tune-up, you'd rather take off the second last game or, or, or tonight's game, wouldn't you? 100%. Most, yeah, most guys will want to play in that, but you'll see a, ro- a rotation. I can't see Matthews, Tavares, and Marner playing in all three. But were you holding your breath last night in the second, Jeff? When Block somebody, shot. 
I, I was, that he felt it didn't look good when he went down. That was not a... Uh, just kind of caught him on the inside of the leg, just was, above the top, the skate. Now he got up. Yeah, it was not a... Uh, he went four, down hard. Four giveaways. That was not a great... Not the best game I've seen Austin Matthews play. Not the best, but he's st- he he's still playing well out there. He is. He's he, still he's still he's still a different grinding. He's yeah. He's a difference maker on the ice. I, I yeah. I, last night they played well, but the bigger the biggest factor in that game, watching it is more the Islanders kind of had control of it until they Leafs got into some penalty trouble, mm-hmm. and the Islanders power play has not been good. And we've seen this a lot from those teams. Once they get power plays, they they don't do well because it kind of ruins the flow of their game. And even the bit of the lulls that the Leafs have had this year, I'm sure they correlate to times when their power play hasn't been running on all cylinders. It's almost like the power play, as you say, interrupts the flow, and then it takes a minute or two minutes to get going again once the power play is over. It, it, it does. really does. It ices guys on the bench. And the only difference between the Islanders and the Leafs is that the Leafs have a lot more talent mm-hmm. than the Islanders. So the Islanders, they're they're a four-rolling line team. And once they get into penalty trouble, it, it takes them out. Of, and that game was over for them after they had those couple back-to-back power plays. Sean, what was the biggest difference you saw in Freddie Anderson's game last night? I mean, I thought that save he made early, the um, and I don't know if it was on Sezikis. Uh, it was on a turnover. Um, he made an arm save, really seemed to, it didn't turn things around, but it was almost as if it was a slap in the face for the Leafs, because after that save, you really saw them apply themselves. There was about a two minute stretch where the Islanders were really on top of them. They had, uh, uh, Clutterbuck was out there. They were just all over the Leafs and Anderson makes that save. And as I said, it's almost like a switch went on right at that point. Yeah. He looked relaxed, composed in, in that there last night. I mean, Maybe it was just a heavy workload. He's played a lot of hockey this year, and now it's getting down the stretch. He had a few days. Uh, Sparks played. Um, I mean, maybe he's going to play not play too many of these last couple games now that they've clinched, but, I mean, they need him to come in the playoffs. He's, he's the biggest uh, piece they have. I mean, if he's not playing well, that you don't have, have a chance without a first, uh, your number one goalie playing. So, I mean, he looked more relaxed. He looked uh, like his old self. So, I mean, it's a good thing moving forward, and hopefully he stays healthy and uh, his mind's doing well because um, that's a tricky uh, position. I mean, that you're always working on the mental side with goaltenders and uh, their own coaches. So there's a lot of things that go into it, and it's good that he's uh, looking good out there now. He he looks comfortable. We just uh, I just said it's, uh, mm-hmm. you know, they they're a team that, if he doesn't come and, t- and play well in the playoffs, I, I don't want to say they have no chance. You're but they have l- toast. They they ha- yeah they have yeah. little t- they have little to no chance in the playoffs, and we can say that about a lot of teams. But there's some teams where their backup can go in, and there's not going to be too much of an issue. And I can name a handful of teams. The Islanders would be one. I mean, they don't. I'm not mm-hmm. sure they even have a starting goaltender. Both him, uh, Leonard and Grice have. have uh, been both did they was I reading this correctly? They both have five shutouts each this yep. season. Wow. So I mean, there's the, the, there's that Tampa Bay can throw Domingue in in at any time. So uh, when you look at it like that with options, it's it's maybe difficult to see Anderson not in net in the playoffs. But he he's great at uh, taking away second chances. He's good at um, shutting plays off, not giving up unnecessary rebounds. He makes the big save. 
Um, he's calming a net. You know, you want your goaltender to either be like that. Uh, you know what I mean? He, you want them to be the brain surgeon. That's kind of uh, mm-hmm. what I've always liked out of my goaltender. And a guy that, uh, you know, he's serious in there. He's all business. He's calming. You know, you know, you feel well played in front of him. And that this team in, uh, has been like that when they're playing well. And he's a big part of the, you know, big part of this team. And they're going to need him. He only, oh, yeah. <laughs> they need him all right. He only played 13 minutes last night. I thought that was a real good game for Nazem Kadri, though. He's been again. He was noticeable. Uh, he was getting in guys' grill a couple of times, and he really is going into Boston, guys. He's the only guy who's gonna. He's the only guy likely to drive Brad Marchand or somebody over the edge in this team, isn't he? It's gonna be him, Muzzin. You can throw Hyman. I mean, you look at Kapanen. Look at how many hits he had last night. It's six hits. He plays hard too, and he competes. I mean, that mm-hmm. third line looks good. I mean. Got Kadri there, who's a competitor. He's he just thrives in the playoffs. I think. I think he's the type of guy who's going to have a lot of fun. Like he said, he's going to go after guys. But I mean, they can't be the Boston Bruins. They got to play their own game. They're not going to out hit them. They're not going to be more physical. You got guys like Char over there. You don't want to be trying to test him. It's not a good idea. Definitely not a good idea for anyone on this club. But they got some other talents. I mean, they got a lot of depth um, down the middle. Their third line's looking a lot better. They got some more minutes out of their fourth line. But they can score. They just got to find those dirty areas. And, uh, I mean, the defense, hopefully Gardner is playing and he's playing his game because uh, it's hard when you have a layoff like that for sure. Yeah, it's going to be hard to get him. His, yeah, get no. Him in in Kadri, he hasn't scored the way we've all expected. He's playing third line, and it's a different role. 13 yeah. minutes a night now. I mean, he played 13 minutes because his fourth line played a few more minutes because the top two are still going to get their cookies. They're still going to play their minutes. But... He's in a different role, but he's a really good third-line player. I mean, on a good team, he's a perfect third-line player. On a not-so-good team, he's going to play second line, and and he was there the last few years, and he got his goals. He scored 30, but a guy like that playing on your third line going to the playoffs, he can be the unsung hero for sure. Yeah, it's a number number of things that that have happened, the difference from last year to this year. He's getting almost the same minutes. He's still kind of in that third-line role, but... Getting Tavares here has really changed the landscape on the this forward group. Oh yeah, that's Without that's been a, a big one because now, before it was he had a role. He was going against the top line almost every night. You had Komarov. He misses Komarov. Yeah, or, it, like he misses mm-hmm. him a lot. Yeah, and it, you know, you if you play well with a guy and you got some chemistry, it's and hard. They're buddies off the ice too, like good buddies. So I mean, I mean, I think that one he miss, I miss he misses him a lot. So they yeah. were complimented each other really well. Yeah, and it's um, he's listen when when you have a guy come in and it changes the shuffle of the lines. He's not getting his same minutes. He's not. I, I it's more of the role change. He was a guy that the the Leafs relied on to shut down. When you're in a shutdown role like that, and you have purpose to your game, it's a lot easier to come to the rink. It's a lot easier to play the games. This year, it's a little bit. He's lost in the shuffle almost. Oh, it, it, and I don't know if that makes if I'm explaining that the right no, way. No, it, it's a. I, I mean, I, I made the point earlier today. You know, I think sometimes we need to take a step back and and sort of say, all right, this guy's season hasn't been what we thought it would be. How much of it is his fault, and how much of it is circumstance? John Tavares comes here; his role is automatically changed. William Nylander holds out. Guess who is the who's the guy whose line mates are taken from him to make that second line work? Like this whole season has been 
Nazem Kadri's almost been the scapegoat. And he's a great team guy. I mean, you know? have you and heard we don't him complain hear, or anything? We have not heard anything from him about that. He goes to work every day and he competes and he works hard and that's why he's a great uh, teammate. Yeah, and and I just think that maybe... Unsung hero in playoffs. Yeah, I don't... Here I don't, he goes. Let's I don't, go, baby. I don't know if it's not that we don't give him enough credit, but I think we underestimate just how much of a... How much of a... Uh, how much of a difficult season this was for him because there wasn't a lot. Well, he, of he had a bad start too. He didn't score his first ten games. Right, that's always tough, and, and that he, compounds it. I yeah. How many third line guys will score thirty goals a year though? It's it's his roles changed in a little bit, mm-hmm. and then you've got the second after the Tars coming in, and now you got another big name to play behind, and then what you just mentioned with the with the line mates, that's difficult changing all your I used to like having the same guys you know what they're gonna do you have chemistry with them and then all of a sudden they're they're constantly changing week to week and then you throw in the Nylander situation it's almost like when he's not Mm -hmm. when he wasn't having playing well he was on his line then he had a couple glimpses of a year ago and then he'd go and play with Matthews it's it's difficult on most teams though the first line never changes other than that I mean you're always changing lines it's 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 pretty rare that you play with the same line like four or five games in a row. Yeah, but I but I guess what what I what I've noticed with Nazem Kadri, the difference in the in in the skill level and the skill set of guys that get placed on his line, right? You're going from guys who were he's had guys who were really talented to guys, you know, like Patrick Marlowe. God love him, but Patrick Marlowe's not what he was six years ago. None of us are. But um I, again, you look at his line mates, you look at his situation, and, I mean, Sean, you're right. You know, if, if I told you four years ago that this would happen to Nazem Kadri and he'd be a model citizen, you guys would think, I'm nuts. This is the guy who'd be spouting off in the media. His dad would be calling up, calling shows and saying, you know, why are they doing this to Naz? He's matured. I mean, he's still on the power play, still plays a lot. He's a he's huge part of this team. Money. Yeah, he's yeah, he's getting paid well. But he's a huge part of that team. He's great in the locker room. Guys love him. Yeah, he's not scoring as much as he has in the past, maybe not playing as much, but he's a. I think he's a great piece for the playoffs. I think Babcock and all his teammates know he's going to come to the rink every day and compete hard, and he can be that unsung hero guy in the playoffs. He's uh, We all know he can score. We all know he competes, and he's going to thrive in the series. He's, how many times has he played Boston now? You don't think he's Oof. licking his chops ready for this one? Because, I mean, he's finally got a team that he knows he can win. I would yeah. be quiet, too. I mean, he's got a great team uh, with him, and... and uh, What's there to complain about? John Tavares got his 87th point, which is a career high at 28 years of age. Now, we are going to look at that and say, well, of course he's got 87 points. He's playing with maybe the best line mates he's had. He's making 11 million. He's making, and he's, better get and he's making 11 points. million. <laughs> um, but it just does reinforce, doesn't it, how smooth this year has gone for John Tavares for the most part. He deserves yeah. everything he gets, too. That guy works so hard. He's a great... Bro, like he's a true professional. Yeah, I I was shocked when when he signed here. I'm not gonna uh, I'm not gonna hide that at all. Really? Yeah. You didn't think he was gonna sign here? Well, it's not it's not it had nothing to do with him and the Maple Leafs. Obviously, he's from here, but a lot of guys don't like to play in their hometown. Yeah, you'd be surprised at the amount of guys who this organization has reached have reached out to in past years, mm-hmm. and they simply just didn't want to be a, a a part. They didn't want to play in their hometown. It's difficult when you play somewhere. And you're in the paper every day. You're on TV all the time. It's almost like you can't get away, and that's happens a lot. So when I saw him sign here, 
Um, I was ha- I'm happy for the organization. Uh, what a big signing, Kyle Dubas. This is it's huge, and he's been a big part of the success this year. Well, yeah, and, 46 goals. And yeah, I mean, who did I see him breaking his his career totals? Not at all. But him and Marner, they looked like they've been together for 10 years. I think we th- we thought when he joined this team that he would his point total would suffer a little bit just because there were so many good players here and just because ice time would have to be shared and you know he wasn't going to be the big dog. That's the thing that stands out to me to be able to do this at 28 years of age when you are on the most talented team you've been on. Uh you know, if he would have got 30 this year, it would have been trouble. I said he was going to be this- third in league scoring at the beginning of the year. I was a little off, but I, I thought yeah. he was going to have a great year playing I, Marner. I, I mean, thought he was going to score. I thought he was going to score a ton. I have to admit, I don't know if this makes sense. The point total surprises me. The goals doesn't surprise me because, like you, I thought Marner was going to be feeding him. Yeah, you know he's never had a line mate like Mitch Marner. No, who he's can had set third him line up. guys that he's made look amazing. Exactly, over his he's been the guy feeding other guys. And now he's, he's scoring got a guy eighty points him. still. But exactly to 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 see that that point total, and you know to see the fact that, and and you know sometimes when we talk about Zach Hyman, we talk about him being Babs's boy. But I'll give Zach Hyman credit; he's kept up with those two line mates. He gets them the puck. I and mean, he, he goes and battles, and he creates loose pucks, and I mean Marner and Tavares. I mean, they just need to get the puck on their stick, and it's going to be magic. And Hyman's the perfect line mate. I mean, mm-hmm. you can get hard on him about his minutes or whatever, but he does come and compete every single night and works really hard for this line, and they've been amazing. They're so much fun to watch. All right, Andreas Janssen didn't play because of food poisoning. When he's back, do we know uh, game one against Boston who, you're, who the fourth line is for the Leafs? It's got, to me, it's got to be... I mean, I know you've got to find a spot for Janssen. I don't know how you take Trevor Moore out of the lineup. He's so fast. He's just so speedy out there. He's effective. Yeah. Freddie Gauthier, I think, automatically gets it because he's the center. But I don't know. Tyler Ennis, like, I don't know where you go. It's tough. You put Patan in there and you just sign him to a two-year deal. Well, it's, well, it's tough because the easy thing to do would be to move Brown down and mm-hmm. you, everyone everyone says, how can you take more Ennis at a lineup? And I've, I'm a big fan of more. He deserves to be in this lineup. Uh, he, yeah. he does well. He he fits. You think it comes down to him or Ennis? Yeah, at the end of the day, and Ennis is is gonna get it in ahead of him. That's that's where it's yeah. going. If game one doesn't go well or game two, it's they'll make the change. Well, but, it'd be odd to to have to play Connor Brown as long as as often as Mike Babcock's played him, and then decide going into the playoffs you're not going to use him. Has Moore had a chance at center yet? That's what I'm trying to think of the games. I I uh, don't remember. That's a good question. I don't remember seeing him play the middle much. Um, I've seen him down low in his own end a couple times, but let's, um, why not take uh, Gochi out? Well, that's the thing. They've tried to take Gochi out and they put the Ennis more Patan together. I believe Brown had, was in on that fourth line and Gochi just seems to kind of make it work. Well, yeah. that big body out there. well, he doesn't hit that much and he's yeah, 42% he, on draws. Yeah. You just, you're just getting a big body on the ice. It, it, it makes it, uh, it makes it tough. Gives the least a little bit of a different look. But he he's played hit. well. Yeah, he he's not as physical as you'd like. I I think the bigger issue with him not hitting, I'd is rather just, have speed on that fourth line. I think. Yeah, it's just the guys it, buzzing around that have skill and can make plays. Yeah, I I agree. They've tried it out a couple of times and it hasn't worked. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where the coaching staff has some questions around the not putting them on the fourth line and not having them on the ice. But yeah, his big body is 
everyone says he's not physical. It's more his size. When you're a big guy and you don't run around and you're not physical, it's st- it's glaring. It stands out a lot more. So he he mixes it up. It, he, it'd be nice to have him a little bit more physical. Uh, I'd like a lot of guys in this team to be a little bit more physical. Uh, I mean, yeah. I haven't seen William Nylander throw well, one check this year. I, and last yeah. night, it really, it really stood out to me. Last couple weeks. Well, you know what you find, too, I think, is when you see a game like last night where Kapanen's flying around and hitting people, and you see Nylander not doing it. And again, I, it, it may not be... It, it it's not a big part of his game, but that really stands out. Like there were a lot, yeah, there, but, there were a lot of guys last night on the Leafs team. I th- I thought a lot of second, third line, fourth line guys who really worked hard, um, threw some hits, stood you know stood in there, uh, and 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 you're right. I mean, I look and and I don't necessarily want Nylander trying to pace guys through the boards, but again, there are times where he just seems to almost get lost out there you you have to and it's not about running guys through their boards I'm not saying he has to hit guys the way Nazim Kadri is going to hit guys but just getting guys way Mm -hmm. in a week Jeff it's it this is going to be you know they're not coming out for a game of shinny next week the Boston Bruins and it's not so much taking the guy out it's more of putting yourself in a better position and him going to check him in his own end. He had a couple giveaways where he came back for the puck. It's every game didn't want, giveaway, so yeah. But he, yeah. I just, I'd like to see him just getting guys way on a four check. Um, don't like a, not run a guy through the boards, but, but just ma- make contact make with contact, him. Contact, yeah. Knock and, him off stride or and there's interfere. none and there's none of that. And it's you're not gonna put a guy, you're not gonna take a guy out of a game by just taking one check. Mm-hmm. but it's letting them off the hook, the Bruins defense, over the course of a game. See, when we're coaching, you tell guys, early in the game, we want pucks in, and we want you to take the body in the defense. You're not going to get chances, and you're not going to take a guy and run him down in the first period, but if you keep doing that throughout a game, that's what that's what you want. That's the end goal, is co- having contact on the forecheck, putting defense back, over the time of the game, you're going to wear them down. Well, that's why the Islanders' fourth line has been one of the probably the best fourth line in hockey for quite some time now with Sezikis, Clutterbuck, and Martin when they've been together. I mean, Martin was here for a couple of years, but when they've been together, they've been running guys, wearing teams out, and they play a lot of minutes. Matt Martin has third had the third highest hit total in the NHL this year. He's the highest of anybody in the, in the East. I don't know which team I've looked at that's more physical than the, than the Islanders. I'm trying to think. The Bruins a little bit, not the whole team, but the Islanders, they really stick out. And it, that fourth line really sticks out in the Islanders, too. Because yeah, they, they, not only do they hit, but they're, there's an aggressiveness to their physical play. Yeah. Like, they're hitting in the other zone. They're, they look tough to play against. Until those power plays, they had complete control. They got a lot of heavy players there. They're going to be a tough team in playoffs. for. Uh, they're going to wear teams out, I think. You got Comer off there, who's always at the top of the league yep. and hits as well. No, they are. Uh, they're going to be. A, they're going to be a concern in the postseason. There's no doubt about it. Uh, we will step away when we come back. We'll go onside, offside, offside, onside. However you want to describe it. And we'll look ahead to how Mike Babcock might use his players in these uh, these remaining couple of games. Don't go anywhere. It's Leafs morning skate on Sportsnet 590. The fan. Now Jeff Blair can tell you bedtime stories. Subscribe to podcasts of the Jeff Blair Show at iTunes or with your favorite podcatcher and listen anytime you want. Sweet dreams. Sportsnet 590, the fan on demand.
Now back to Leafs Morning Skate on Sportsnet 590 The Fan. Offside. Well, guys, five minutes each for fighting. Or onside. My goodness. Whose side are you on? Hey, get off my back. All right, let's go. <laughs> All right, welcome back to Leafs Morning Skate on Sportsnet 590. I've been doing so much radio lately, I can't remember. Shut up. This is Blair, Zigamanis, and Matthias. Been doing so much radio. <laughs> We're doing so much TV as well. <laughs> it's uh, offside, onside. And, uh, well, Ziggy Manis, you said at the start of the show that you felt like you were ready to host this show. Yeah, I, I, so you I go think ahead. I could do it. Oh, I think you probably can, but let's see if you can do when the offside, the, when onside. The, when you have the Collins. All right, I'm going to let you scoot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Mr. Offside, Onside, go ahead. Just uh, don't do the same one you did yesterday. I, I, I don't think, oh, no, um, Devo, he, he did it yesterday. All right. Um, after watching last night, yes. Um, are we doing the offset? We're doing it. Are we going? Oh, yeah, we're waiting for you. Okay. Um, stop juice cleanse and start eating something <laughs> right, morning. Let's here, go. Man. Jeez, spit <laughs> it, it out. Let's protein. go. God, what, um, what color is that, by the way? How would you describe that color? That's a smoothie, a breakfast smoothie uh-huh. with kale, good, spinach, then. some apple, avocado, and many more. Delicious things. All right. Why does it look so brown? Um, that's probably the oxidation. The, the, no, that's no, the greens probably. But it's and, brown. Uh, it's spirulina. not spirulina. Well, I got some cacao powder. You know, do you have cacao powder in the morning? I'll stick to my steak and eggs, man. I got your cacao powder right here. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I. No, I know what cacao powder is though. Anyhow, um, all right. So what, offside, onside. Yeah, offside, onside. All right. So after watching the game last night. I liked uh, Callie Rosen, uh, only 10 minutes, but you're going to see more of him tonight and this week. And he's going to start on the blue line in the playoffs game one. That's pretty easy to say. That's easy to say? What spot is he going to take? Is he going to... Going to take Mark. Built Martin. this question up huge. Yeah, and this is what came out. This is what like, I got. It's like a gimme. He's going to. He's going to start in the playoffs. You. You believe that? Yeah. Wow, I Sorry. thought you were going to disagree think, with no, me for I, sure. I, I think you're. I think you're on side. Now, right. who comes off? Well, that's the the million dollar I mean, question. I, I know who I'd take off, but I don't think it's going to happen. Well, come I, on. I take Zaitsev off. But well, there you go. There you made a stand. I like it. Sure, on side. <laughs> I don't know. But why? You you can't just go with on side. Yeah. Got, it's got to be a reason. You got to be. A, well, he scored last night. He's looking. He sharp. scored last night. That's, that's there you go. Enough. No, I, 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 he's gonna, he's gonna start because he, if Gardner, I'm just cannot disappointed come, in the question. I thought you were gonna come out with like fire and then Gardner. No, I think we on, can. Ast- can't we almost assume Gardner's gonna be ready to go? Don't you? We think? don't know. I mean, back could be anything. He's still. Has he had a full practice yet? I know he's been, he's been out there, but you don't know how close he is. What if you, next Wednesday he's still feeling it? If he does start, if Gardner does start, so you're saying Hainsey, uh, Hainsey Riley. I'm just not even going through parents. Yeah, that's fine. Hainsey Riley, Muzzin, uh, Dermot, Dermot, and Rosen, Gardner, Gardner. That's my and no Zaitsev. Well, I mean, you're going to see my, Rosen that's... a lot more in these last couple of games. I bet he doesn't play nine minutes next couple. I bet he plays a lot more. Well, so that will be a good indication whether or not he should play number one or. Like play in the playoffs or not? Well, you've also got. Yeah. He's going to get 15 minutes plus tonight. 
And you've got two and then home, if you, you've got two home games too. You have last change, so you can. Well, that generally applies you, for forwards, yeah, but so, you can maneuver your playing time a lot easier. You're you're absolutely right. You're going to see more minutes out of them because it's at home, and it's I don't want to say Carolina, um, but the, he's going to see more time. And then if tonight goes well, the real test will be uh, Thursday night because mm-hmm. then you're going to see Man, what. That's a lot. That's a lot of hockey for a guy who's just been called up though. Four well, he hasn't. He hasn't even. He days. hasn't even been playing in, with the Marlies. Played one game. That's, he's been injured. So yeah. I I was impressed just the fact that he hasn't been playing. It's not like he's been playing the last couple of weeks the Marlies and player of the month, and then you call the guy up and he just keeps rolling. It's a guy that hasn't played, and he plays one game. He gets the call up, and then you go into place like Long Island, and we all know what that was like the last time they played there. You know what? I don't think well. he's going to play. I'm changing my Oh, you're changing. Here. Yeah. You're I don't changing think he's played enough. Can you change in the offside, now? onside? Well, it is. I'm doing it. Do whatever so. you want. What am I going to do? Stop him? I, I just think, him. Uh, I think Babs likes to go with what he knows, and I don't think he's the sample size isn't big enough. All right, so boom. I yeah, I, he just he, well, he's f- not like it's not like Babcock's been complaining about depth or anything either. <laughs> he he fits the the identity of this team. I mean, look, let's face it. If Nikita Zaitsev, how do you know he fits the identity? If, if Nikita Zaitsev wasn't a right, uh, the fact he's a right-handed shot is the thing that's keeping in the, him in this lineup more than anything else. You don't think? And four and a half million a year, whatever he's making. I he I don't see him playing. As much going forward, All right. you're gonna yeah, play who you pay. I don't know if you do in the at playoffs. The, at this at right. this time, it's uh, you, what you get paid is all gone. Yeah. And, and also, and, and let's face it, it's also that's not Kyle Dubas's contract. That's Lou Lamorello's contract. So if I'm Kyle Dubas and my head coach goes to me and says, "You know what? I, I want to. I'm going to sit the four million dollar guy in the bench." Kyle Dubas saying, "It's not. I didn't sign him. Go ahead." I. I I don't think that enters into it here. It would if Lou was still GM here, but if you're Kyle Dubas, I don't think you're going to stand in the way. I don't know. That's not a fight you pick with Mike Babcock. I don't think if you're if you're Kyle Dubas, you go whatever. Everything's going to change. Yeah, everything's going to. Uh, yeah, I agree with that. It's who you bring in, your coaches, your players, and when the new management comes in or a guy that did make those decisions, he wants to put his stamp on the team. That's those are the, the moves they make. But I'm interested to see what happens now because you got to remember. We were joking about it yesterday, but they did need a point to clinch. Say they lose last night, and then you get Carolina Hurricanes who are going to come out like gangbusters, mm-hmm. and then you get the Tampa Bay Lightning, who, who could be it, going for a sixty-second win. Yep, and then you, all of a sudden it, it does come down to Saturday. So they had to get a point last night. Like, let's be. It, oh, it's, listen, it, that it, was no gimme this sh- no, playoffs. There this was last week. There was a scenario setting up for them that would have been. Just deflating for this for this fan base. That would have put us back into the Stone Ages. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> I wouldn't say Stone Ages, but uh, the Leafs play the Hurricanes tonight. They've got the Lightning Thursday. We mentioned the Lightning could be going for a sixty-second win in that game. Then they've got Montreal at home. The, the Canes and the Canadians are both going for playoff spot. Tampa Bay going for the record and if you're Tampa Bay this year you've accomplished everything why not go for the record now you're probably not you're not going to Victor Hedman um but if you're Tampa Bay why not try to set the single season record for wins that what do they might need? as well given the year do you know what the, what's the uh, they have what's to the I, they have to win out what do they got now they've got 60 they played a night they've got sick 60 yeah I'm just looking 
Um, and they played and they've got three more. Three more. What do they? They, they need sixty-three, right? Sixty-three sets a record, I believe. Sixty-two is the record right now. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be historic if they could do it. Who do they play tonight? They've they've done just about everything. They've beat everybody in every single way. Their backups come in and they've got Montreal tonight. Their backups come in and won. Mm. They can beat you on the power play. They can beat you with goals. Their goaltender can beat beat you. Their defense can beat you scoring. They can shut you down. They can play a bad first and and win a game ha- halfway through a game. They can beat you in the third. I don't know if I've seen a team this year as dominant. Mm. Even never mind this year in the last five years, who's been as dominant as them? They you can't even really... say the Washington Capitals were as dominant last year. No, I, I mean, what's Tampa Bay's longest losing streak this year? Have they lost it, three in a row? I have a hard time believing they lost three in a row this year. But can they and, do it in the playoffs? Well, I was, I was a little. Well, I'll bit... tell you what. If if Victor Hedman isn't, if he's not healthy, that that becomes a lot harder. Man, just an innocent play. Yeah, like it why risk take, it though? It doesn't got... take much, right? To and you hit your head. Yeah, but he's had head issues in the past. I mean, I'm hoping he's okay, but. Why risk it? Even if he's taking a light hit, just give him a couple of days. You know, I mean, you know where you're standing in the in the standing. So why risk it? Imagine it goes like Tampa Bay, Columbus. Mm-hmm. That would be a good opening series. That's not a gimme for Tampa Bay at all. I'm just looking at this. They have not lost three in a row all season. Yeah, they've done they've done it all year. And then there's the case that they haven't had any adversity. With this team, I don't think it matters. Wow. They are they are just in cruise control. If if they lose the first two at home, I I still can't see them losing a, the first series. They're they're just that good. Well, they've been good for a while, and they haven't had the playoff runs. That's why I asked if they'll do it in playoffs because I think that's what they've if they it, have to overcome. I mean, they've had great seasons. Losses twice this year. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it, it, they they that's they're insane. Li- there, it's literally theirs to lose at this point. Um, I like Vegas in the West to, to kind of come out. I, I still think they're the, oh, man, they're I the, they're. I still think they're the best. They, they're just scary I think, offense. I think San Jose can. Yeah, I think San Jose can. San Jose is awfully good. I, I mean, I love the Jets and that, but I think I, San Jose just looks. Saint really good. Saint Louis last uh, beginning of January. Last in the NHL, and they're two points away from winning the Central. Um, so let's uh, let's talk about the uh, and and we again we operate under the assumption Garrett Sparks gets a start tonight against the Hurricanes. Uh, then you've got the game against the Lightning. Then you've got the game against Montreal. I, if that game against Montreal means anything, does does that enter into the equation with Freddie Anderson playing one way or another? Well, we know he's not playing tonight. Correct? I, we would imagine back, back, as it, as it happened all year, right? Yeah. Um, and then we're, we're, I think it's going to come up to him. When does he want to play? What if he wants to play both, Jeff? Then what? If you're oh, the coach. Oh, you, I'm, I'm going with, based he, on the fact that last week he was talking about how overworked he was, I'm sort of saying to him, okay, you know, you've taken this. I'll, I'll go with you. Um, but I just think if that game against Montreal, like if you're Freddie Anderson, you want to play the last game, don't you? Before so. the playoffs as a tune-up, or do guys think of it that way? Give him some rest, though. Like if he's not going to play, bring up Hutchinson so he doesn't have to even dress and tape warm that, up. Now that's that's an interesting. But idea. you can't because then he, he he can't play one more game. 
I think he goes on waivers at this point. Okay. Does he not? There's like two games left. But can a team pick him up right away at this time of the year? Or is that our waivers? I, I don't know. Even don't if know. he just That's sits on the question. bench? That's a good question. I, I, I don't know how that works. I just know if he played in one more, they would have lost him to waivers this year. So so they're keeping him. Can you pick up people on waivers at this time of year, though? Yeah, I, I don't I don't know. Um, but it's it's hard to Bring even. Up. Who cares? Yeah, it's it's hard to talk <laughs> the about. The rules, rules yeah. matter a little bit. <laughs> it's hard when we're talking about resting players. and But with this team, they haven't been rolling. Things haven't been yeah. good the last couple of we- weeks. So... That's a great they, point. What they, what do you you you? Yeah, it's easier to, when you're rolling, isn't it? Yeah, the, the Calgary, uh, Vegas. I know Vegas hasn't won a lot lately, and they've had the back. <clears throat> they've had Supin in a lot. Um, Calgary, San Jose, Tampa. You could even throw Boston in that. They, mm-hmm. They're these teams are just at they're at different points and there's uh, where they're they're different levels. Right. They they can sit guys out at this time. And not a lot's going to change game one of the playoffs. And that's the problem now with trying to decide, well, are you going to sit this guy? Well, we don't even know who our four lines are at this point. No, that's a fair point. Our power play isn't exactly running on all cylinders. It's not doing what we want it to do. This is the time to try different things, though. I mean, they're clinched. Why not try different lines, different power plays? A couple, like, small adjustments, obviously. I think don't what, try I th- change I think it all. What, I think what Mike is saying is it's kind of easier to do that when you're playing well, because then you're just, well, we're just trying to see some things. Whereas if you do it where you're not going well, it almost looks like you're searching for answers. Yeah, like if Sparks goes in tonight and then whatever happens and then you have him go again in Tampa, they get blown out, and then all of a sudden he just gets his last game. Oof. Yeah, it's it's not the way you kind of want to enter the playoffs for the Toronto Maple Leafs. But like not- I said, it would be, it would, I would love to hear talk radio in Montreal if they start Garrett Sparks against Carolina and go with Freddie against Montreal on Saturday, and that game is life and death for Montreal. And if they lose, I would love to hear talk radio in that city the next day. Sparks is going to start tonight, and they're going to win. He's going to have a great game today. I know I'm a huge Sparks fan, but he's going to do it tonight. <laughs> and that's what they think of that. And at that, let's at that, let's that cut moment, him off. Derek just says, that's it. He's talking about how good Sparks is. I'm starting the music. Let's end it. Uh, oh, Siggy, don't anything, ever, don't ever, don't ever change. Off. Don't ever change. I, they're going to have a good game. He's going to have a good t- game tonight. Bounce right. back from Ottawa. Yeah, okay. Heard it here first. Can you expand on your answer? <laughs> for uh, Sean Mathias and Mike Zigamanis, I'm Jeff Blair. Thanks for joining us on the Leafs Morning Skate. Don't go anywhere. Got to bring another guy in here. Kevin Barker joins me. Pete Walker, pitching coach, your number one, two, Barker. Kevin, uh, Pete Walker. Pitching coach of the Toronto Blue Jays joins us. It's Baseball Central next.